Hey, Oscar fans, uh, Lionsgate just threw a bomb into the Oscar race with Bombshell, uh, which just started screening for members of the press. Uh, I'm Daniel Montgomery here with Susan Wazina to talk about how this race is changing. Uh, Susan, uh, it's early yet to see big changes uh, since, uh, you know, our experts have just started seeing this film. Uh, but t tell us about the state of the race and where it could go from here. Well, um, the top two films are still The Irishman and Once Upon a Time, but right now among the, our experts, um, The Irishman is ahead because there's 27 out of 28 experts picking um, the uh, both films, but uh, The Irishman has better odds at the moment because more are predicting it to win 16. And the other news is Bombshell, which is uh, the story of the Fox sexual abuse scandal. And it goes and sees it through the female eyes of the women who were calling out Roger Ailes. But that's at number 13, but it just screened for the first time. So I think this is the start of something that it could start rising because the um, reactions were very positive, especially for Shirley's throne as um, Megan Kelly. And uh, she will probably benefit from it too in the actress race. And Joker, Joker's at number 12 among the experts. And I think, they're probably more mixed than the people predicting our um, combined odds because uh, there it's at number 10. And in between, it's interesting. Well, Jojo Rabbit and Parasite are doing very well. They, they made the top five as well as Marriage Story, which has been in number three for most of the time we've been predicting since early August. So that's sort of the overall picture for now. And uh, how many uh, experts are currently predicting um, uh, bombshell? Because uh, obviously it's it's early yet, but uh, as people see it, more and more are going to start. Predicting. Right. Well, no one's going out on a limb to make it win, but seven have. And that's and some of those seven, like Sasha Stone and like that. They, and I think our own Tom O'Neill, who saw it, uh, have predicted it now. Um, it's not on the top or anything, but, you know, as as you say, as people see it and more reactions come in, I think um, they'll get more excited for it. And I like Jay Roach's approach to these kind of rip from the headlines kind of movies. And he, you know, just the trailer was very tense and that was like, what, two minutes. So. <laughs> Yeah. And these ripped from the headlines movies uh, do have a uh, tendency, even when they break late, to do really well. Big Short didn't start screening uh, until later in that season, and it did incredibly well. Vice also last year didn't start screening until late. Uh, well, we have Tom O'Neill here. Uh, he's actually seen Bombshell, um, and as all of us will soon. Um, Tom O'Neill, tell us what you thought of the film and um, what you think of its chances. You're muted, Tom. I think we now have a three-way race for Best Actress. I think uh, Scarlett Johansson has a real chance to win. Renee, of course, is the solid frontrunner for now. But uh, boy, did Charlize Theron surprise us all. She is so uncannily like Megan Kelly that she 
Yeah, that you're often confused watching this. Is this archival footage that you're seeing on the screen or is this, is this really her? And this is what that they love at the Oscars. They love Helen Mirren becoming Queen Elizabeth. They like uh, Eddie Redmayne becoming Stephen Hawking. They like uh, a famous person absorbed seamlessly into another famous person, even when they don't quite really look like them in the case of Helen Mirren in a way, I guess. But it doesn't really matter because in this case, she they're, they're dead ringers for each other. Now, that all said, the screening that Daniel's referring to is a case of where uh, Lionsgate really, really was ambitious. They took over the Pacific Design Center in Hollywood. The signage alone they had was so impressive. They had two receptions with this screening. They had a reception beforehand with food and a reception afterward with food. And drink. <laughs> and drink, of course, all oh, lots, lots and lots of drink. They had this was so hilarious. They, I was sitting kind of right behind Nicole Wallace from MSNBC. So here you have this expose of Fox News going on screen, and they actually peopled the audience with uh, with people like that. So it was very exciting. But you have to be careful sometimes if you're influenced by the spectacle that we stepped into, all of us. Uh, which was very impressive. But that said, it's a wonderful, heartfelt performance. And what is so surprising about it is how heroic uh, Megyn Kelly is portrayed here. This is liberal Hollywood. She's not beloved here. There are, there are even many people out there in the hinterlands who don't feel warmly anyway toward uh, Megyn Kelly. But uh, boy, she comes across beautifully as a character in the movie, very conflicted, very, very uh, honest and real, I think. Anyway, we have a race. I'm not sure she can win. But boy, oh boy, it's an impressive performance on screen. And uh, let's uh, bring in uh, another uh, editor, Paul Sheehan, uh, to discuss the film. Now we've got um, uh, uh, Charlize Theron is, is you know high up in this race now, and so is uh, Renee Zellweger. They've both won Oscars before. Is there a possibility that we could see that uh, almost uh, kind of handicap them and open the door for maybe um, uh, a Scarlett Johansson win? She's never even been nominated, and, and uh, she seems like she might be up the Academy's alley, or is, is it Charlize all the way? Well, I think what... Uh... Scarlett Johansson has going for her really is uh, Netflix and the fact that, uh, you know, Marriage Story will be in theaters, but then streaming on Netflix. And and I always mindful of the uh, fact that the Academy so expanded its uh, membership, so many international members. And I think a lot of them have Netflix that maybe aren't on list to get screeners. And so, boy, talk about, you know, sort of a guaranteed delivery to those voters. And it's a film, I think, that'll play really well on a television marriage story. It's a very intimate film. Now, having said that, I think, you know, Judy Garland, universally known. Um, and I think that'll be certainly help Renee Zellweger because she really embodies Judy. So I think with Bombshell, I don't know how much of it, how it, if it maybe feels too much of just sort of an, a domestic story. And uh, Joyce Eng, we also have uh, here to discuss this race. Uh, what do you think, uh, Joyce, about uh, you know where Bombshell is and might be moving in Best Picture, Best Actress, um, and, and the rest of the Oscar race? Uh, I'm just happy it finally looks like Charlize will get her long overdue third nomination because <laughs> it's been 14 years since her second one for North Country. Um, I don't think she's in our top five yet because I don't think enough people have uh, moved her in or moved her up, um, but I think she's like right outside six. So I expect her to be in there soon. Um, I do think like 
if she becomes a huge factor, as we expect her to be based on this first taste of the movie, then I think she could hurt Renee more than Scarlett, because right now we're thinking those are our top three. But, you know, like like you just said, like they've both won already in the same year, actually. Um, and like they're both playing they're you know, I mean, I wouldn't say bombshell is like a biopic, but they're based on true stories. They both play uh, famous real people, one way more beloved than the other. Uh, so I feel like Charlize could eat away at some of that similar type of boat from Renee and Scarlett could sneak in there and take it. She's having a great year with Endgame. She also has Jojo Rabbit, which comes out uh, this week and she could get into supporting. Um, and she's also overdue for her first nomination she could get to this year. Uh, I don't have Bombshell yet in Best Picture, but I'll probably put it in soon after I see it, uh, whenever I see it, because um, I could definitely see it being like the vice of this year. So, yeah. somebody and, you know, said that. You know. <laughs> and, and, and people, um, you know, might be surprised, like Jay Roach, you know, known for his his comedies, um, you know, that he could deliver this kind of prestige. Uh, film um, at the uh, at the Oscars, but that was the same thing we thought about Adam McKay, uh, who brought in um, the you know the Big Short, won the Oscar for writing it, earned a nomination for directing it, was nominated again for directing Vice, um, and Jay Roach has a pedigree already. If you look at his TV work, uh, uh, you know Recount and uh, Game Change, starring um, Julianne Moore as Sarah Palin. Honestly, I think if that had been on the big screen, it would have been an Oscar contender already. Um, so he he has a, a, a formidable track record. Um, you know, everybody feel free to jump in. What do you think about uh, Jay Roach potentially for for best director, uh, best uh, screenplay? Maybe uh, you know, it, it, could could this be kind of a, a sleeping giant uh, that's coming into this? Well, I wonder if Jay Roach will suffer the way sort of Peter Farrelly did last year with the uh, Green Book. You know, you can direct the film that wins best picture but not get nominated yourself. So. Uh... I, I do wonder if that the director's branch is quite parochial, and I'm not sure they'll how welcoming they'll be of somebody like a Jay Roach. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like most people have pretty much like similar top five or maybe six, seven. So I don't know. Um, I think Bombshell will have to break out really big for <laughs> Jay to make a dent in there. I could definitely see him getting into screenplay because um, in original, there's I feel like there's like a solid top four and a pretty open fifth slot. So I could see it getting in there. But I think director will be tougher. And, you know, like Paul said, like that, like that branch has is very idiosyncratic, which I love. They've given us a lot of surprises in the last few years. So uh i don't know if if i he'll need to get a big precursor if he were to make it in let me jump in here uh, for a second parasite parasite tom i mean isn't that something that people are underestimating parasite yeah i mean it's it's the cool movie right now to absolutely love and it's possibly the best movie of the year it's it's outstanding it just opened in theaters it i think he's going to win best director We've seen in that um, director's category, the art house, Darlings, Prevail, and uh, Boone, if I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, is, I believe, the man of the hour. That's going to win Best Drum, uh, Foreign Film, Best International Foreign Film, and it's going to win. Um, uh, he'll be nominated. I think he'll actually win. But but let's keep, t Jay Roach, what Paul meant a second ago was, was talking about 
Um, the reason that the director's branch might not be so welcoming is because he is perceived mostly as a film, as a TV person, and there can be that divide here at in Hollywood. But uh, let's talk about Margot Robbie for a minute, because this is really interesting. Forget Nicole Kidman in this movie. She's fine. She's great. But it's not a performance Oscar caliber. Margot is the big question mark here. Now, she's got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, it's not a big flashy performance in there, but of course it's the iconic Sharon Tate uh, performance. Now, uh, here she gives a performance. Boy, Marco, she's got tons of screen time. She has a crying scene that goes on forever, actually too long near the end. She has the big money scene. She um, is uh, a fictional character who represents all of the, the young, beautiful women that Roger preyed upon. So she's, she's a, kind of plot device in the movie. Uh, that may hurt her if she's not actually playing a real person, as in the case of Charlize. But the other thing I think that actually hurts her here is that it's a Barbie doll role. What they did when they uh, created the character is they just had her be a uh, very just beautiful, kind of runway model beautiful, which Marco is, of course. But anyway, I, I think that may be a drawback with her. There's a great debate going on in our message boards now about Marco in supporting same category for either Hollywood or Bombshell. I don't think I know the answer to that, um, but it's fascinating. In terms of Jay Roach getting in for director, I agree with Joyce. I think something dramatic has to happen to move him up. It's a wonderful piece of direction and writing. It's just a very impressive film. And, and, and keep in mind, this is on the heels of, of uh, The Loudest Voice in the Room, the, the, the show on Showtime that was also about Roger Ailes, recently in competition for awards. And I think the problem with that is it doesn't have, uh, the loudest voice doesn't have the um, the enormous heart that this does. Boy, this has got a wonderful uh, emotional, empathetic undercurrent in it, regardless of what you think a lot of these characters. Uh, even even at the, as a monster, the John Lithgow, Roger Ailes portrayal is... Uh, as horrible as he is, and ghoulish and vile, um, there's a there's, you're you're moved by his plight. When uh, anyway, but it's it's a fascinating race. Bombshell is is a real contender, and it's really shaking things up. We had all thought, well, this is one race that was signed, sealed, and delivered. But I think Charlize has a lot of goodwill in this town, and in terms of uh, Scarlett Johansson, boy, she's got tons of screen time, a big emotional role in Marriage Story. I've seen it. But um, she's not portraying, and it doesn't have the degree of difficulty portraying a real-life person that they often want, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. We have a race here. Yeah. I do think about Margot Robbie. Um, you know, this, that's, that's a, a, a film and uh, a performance I've been looking forward to, just to see how it shakes out with that and Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. Because uh, it could be a situation, it could be like a Jessica Chastain situation where you have multiple films. Eventually they settle on one, but you know maybe you don't win for it anyway. Or it could be uh, 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 an Alicia Vikander situation where uh, she won for The Danish Girl, but really she wouldn't have won for The Danish Girl if people didn't have so much love for her in Ex Machina as well. Um, I think whichever she had gotten in for that year, she would have won for. Uh, and this year I think it's it could be a similar situation where uh, I'm not 100% sure which 
performance will get Margot Robbie the nomination, uh, but I feel more confident that she'll get in for at least, you know, for, for one of them. Um, and whichever one gets in, the other film may very well help her win. By the way, uh, this is such a conflict for strategy PR, which runs both the campaigns for Hollywood and for Bombshell. Mike Kupferberg, who we all know and love, uh, the strategist uh, with Pet Strategy PR, <laughs> he was there. Sasha Stone, Mavords Daily, and I were talking to him af afterwards, after we had seen it. And uh, uh, poor Michael's going, oh my God, what do we do with Marco? Is it Holly? I mean, the, the man who's running her campaigns for both movies, he, even he didn't know. And he was just turning to everyone in the room going, Margo, Hollywood or Bobshell? It, 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 it's, it's a fascinating uh, situation. Uh, well, um, yeah, I we think like she needs to have someone, like one group just pick one movie for her, like nominate for that movie and then like let it take off for her so like people can rally around it. Because a lot of times in the past when like someone has, has had like two movies in the running, one of them is stronger than the other, so then you just kind of forget about the other one. But both of these feel like it could be very, we know like Hollywood is strong, um, but, and Bombshell feels like it will be, so she just needs like, you know, one or two groups to just nominate for one of them, and then I feel like a lot of people would just follow suit. In terms of, uh, let me jump in here one more second, in terms of Scarlett O'Hanson having the two movies, and uh, the two roles. I've seen Jojo Rabbit as well, and uh, her performance in there is not, it's kind of one note on purpose. She's just the, the uh, you know, the wonderful mother of the Jojo Rabbit boy, and uh, she's more of a kind of a symbol than a really deeply et character, like we see in Marriage Story. So some people are saying, you know, the support might go, to uh, Scarlett for Jojo. No, it's it's about the boy. It's about the Hitler character. It's about the history happening around you. So I don't think she's a contender there. Well, we will continue to track this race uh, as as Bombshell uh, uh, rises potentially in our in our odds in many categories. And uh, you know, of course, thank you for watching and for listening. Uh, and it's obviously you, uh, Gold Derby uh, viewers and users, who really determine what our odds do uh, when you make your predictions at goldderby.com. Uh, make or update them often because this race is always changing. And uh, we will we will soon be discussing. Discussing, uh, what changes are in store from here on out. So uh, thank you everyone for joining me and, and uh, we will see you uh, next time.